Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you will be listening to PSY 203 General Psychology with Professor Mark Hunter. I hope you listen and enjoy. Hello, I'm Dr. Mark Hunter. I'm an Associate Professor of Psychology at Bellhaven University. And this class is Psychology 203 General Psychology. And in these videos, what we're going to do is go quickly through a, um, the different modules and the different units. And it won't be a detailed explanation. It'll be really an introduction. So I encourage you to look at the PowerPoints and read the book and use the MindTap um, information to go deeper. But these videos are designed to help you get an overview of the different topics that we'll be talking about. We're going to start off in Module 1 with the history and the scope of psychology. And psychology is a science. It does take an empirical approach. It looks at evidence. It helps explore and understand things without being misleading, but also without misleading others or being misled by the facts. It's very, uh, it is a science. And so because of that, it requires a curiosity to understand the world skepticism and, and most importantly humility to understand that we're always trying to find out the, the uh, design that God has made in our lives, our, our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors. One of the things that's very important in psychology is critical thinking and that forces us to look at our assumptions, to, to look at where is the source of this information coming from to see if we have any hidden biases in our discussions and in our understanding of the topic and look at the evidence and then to assess our conclusions. This is a part of the scientific method that's within all the sciences, but uh, we want to make sure that that is incorporated in our psychological research. Now the very first scientific or um, study of psychology was in the 1800s and it was by Wilhelm Wundt and he was a uh, professor in Leipzig, Germany and he wanted to study what he referred to as the atoms of the mind and there's after that uh, there's a few others who followed they started um, Titchener had an idea of the structure of the brain he wanted to understand how the brain was built William James' focus was on the function. Why did we try to, what was the purpose of, of how we have our emotions and the thinking and, and behaviors? And so uh, his was a very influential uh, form of psychology, school psychology for a time. But in the 1920s to the 1960s, the major force in psychology was behaviorism. Now, behaviorism has different origins and different um, leaders in that field, but it, it wanted to understand the actual behavior of human beings and animals as well as a way to uh, help them learn. But that was the focus, to not focus on the, the inner workings of the mind, our, our thoughts or emotions, but just observe what we do. And so... Uh, John Watson and others were influential in getting this field started and trying to make psychology more of a science and less of um, individual um, 
uh, and enterprise may be more like the philosophy. They wanted to make it more psychological and more scientific. If you know of any uh, psychologist, you probably have heard of Sigmund Freud. And Freud was very influential in the early part of the 20th century with his psychoanalytic approach where he examined the unconscious mind and tried to find the different um, drives that motivate us to do different things. Another uh, giant in the field of psychology in the area of behaviorism is B.F. Skinner. And his role, we'll talk about more in the future modules with the field of uh, behaviorism. After that, uh, in about in the 1960s, uh, there was a real a, a decided emphasis to say, you know, we're more than just our observed behavior. We really do have a, uh, we have thoughts, we have goals, we have emotions, and so the humanistic psychology school was formed, and it was led by uh, Carl Rogers, Abraham Maslow, and we'll talk more about them later. But the need for love and acceptance and to, to try to meet your goals. And so that was really a, um, a, a different turn in the field of psychology. And there's different areas of psychology now that are the, probably the most uh, recent one and uh, has the most prominence is cognitive psychology, examining our thoughts, our mental processes. We are able to, to understand that better with cognitive neuroscience, which allows um, fMRIs and different uh, instruments to look at the actual functioning of the brain to see where our thoughts take place, where our emotions take place. And that's an exciting new field of psychology. Um, when we see evolutionary psychology, what it talks about is how has the environment affected the way that people think, the way that people feel, and there are different, different emotions. And so um, we have, that has become an area of interest really about the nature versus nurture uh, question. The idea does, um, is our biology, our God-given uh, genetics, what's important, or is it the environment that we have? And what scientists have found is that it's, it's both. There's God provides us a, uh, a genetic makeup, and yet the environment that you were raised in had a big influence on where the type of person you've turned out to be. So nature works on what, uh, nurture works, excuse me, on what nature endows. Positive psychology is a field that really focuses on meeting our potential. Uh, a lot of psychology early on was just trying to address the deficits that we had, depression, anxiety, or mental illness, and trying to raise people up to uh, normalcy. Well, um, in the later part of the 20th century, there was a push to decide, well, we could go beyond that. And so the field of positive psychology tries to uh, center on happiness and uh, a meaningful life. There's um, an important concept that we'll talk about throughout this uh, lecture and uh, other lectures is the biopsychosocial approach. And that in psychology that we're really a confluence of our biological influences, our genetics, our makeup, our psychological influences, things like 
How did we, what did we learn to fear and what's our typical emotional responses? But also the social cultural influences. Does it make a difference about where you were born and where you were raised and the social economic status of your family? All those come into play that create you. And so those are important and we'll refer to those throughout the course. Our next in module two is how psychologists ask questions and we'll just briefly go over some of these things that again psychologists are scientists and they have to think critically. Now sometimes we have roadblocks to that such as our hindsight bias, things that for example, you say, oh, I knew it all along, that when you have a result of something, or maybe overconfidence in your ideas, or trying to perceive patterns in random events when they're really not there. But scientific inquiry allows us to think through and try to put those things aside and think critically. The um, scientific method uses things that you may have seen in some of your other courses such as having a theory to work off of and forming a hypothesis and then being able to conduct your experiment being able to have others to be able to replicate your experiment um, sort of things like a case study where you are closely watching an individual and coming up with an understanding of who that is uh, or a group of people, naturalistic observation, where you're observing people in their natural uh, environment, where you're not interfering, but also things like surveys. So there's a variety of ways that psychology research is conducted. So we want to organize our thoughts, we want to organize our observations, and by our observations causes us to make ideas and guesses and hypotheses about what would happen and then that leads to experiments. So again, case study is when you maybe have an individual and have a, uh, that has a unique story behind them and you want to learn more about them. So you spend time understanding them. And again, naturalistic observation is when we uh, really watch people perhaps watching children play during a, um, a uh, playground time at school and seeing how do they react naturally rather than with the influence of their teachers. Uh, survey questions are important and, it's, um, and there's a whole field of study in conducting a survey. What makes a good survey? What makes a bad survey? Who are you asking to take the survey? Do they represent the whole population that you're interested in? So. One of the things that comes up is that you find a correlation. If one thing goes up, the other thing goes up. Or one thing goes down, the other thing goes down. Or one goes up, the other goes down. But the important thing to know in psychology and, and many other fields is that correlation doesn't mean causation. Just because one thing went up um, doesn't mean that it necessarily caused it. And we'll, uh, your book goes into more detail about that. So experimentation allows the uh, psychologist to control the different variables that uh, he or she wants to look at. They, um, they can have certain groups receive treatment and certain groups not. Certain groups get a, um, um, a placebo where it's not the actual um, substance that you're looking at, such as drug therapy. But uh, these are all part of a scientific research. And um, sometimes neither the, 
the uh, subject or the experimenter knows if the uh, subject is really getting uh, the, the drug that, or the treatment that they, they're interested in or not, and those are called uh, double-blind procedures. And a placebo effect is when we give someone a treatment and just the idea of receiving a treatment allows people to express uh, better thoughts or to get um, you know, healthier. But it's really the psychology of just thinking that they got something that was uh, helpful rather than a chemical substance that did help. So a lot of the things you'll hear is the term variable. And a variable is really anything that varies. It's just it can go up or down. And um, so I encourage you to read more about that, especially when it comes to independent and dependent variables. So there is a whole area of psychology to about decide which is the best way to study something. So we, uh, it's important for us to understand the different types of research and what they offer and what the positives and what the negatives are. We want to be able to predict behavior, but we're not going to be able to predict everything. So it, um, we want to give general principles that could apply to the population in total. And we, there's rules about how do we protect the population and how we protect the subjects. And so that's our first, uh, first half of Unit 1 for general psychology. Music